God showed up in 2015, and he said with 25 years of experience working with at-risk youth and teens and children in ministry, youth ministry, missions, global missions, as a police officer for 12 years, undercover in narcotics and human trafficking for six years, God showed up in 2015, and he put a call out to me. And the phone from God rang, and I answered it, and he asked me, will you respond to the call? And I said, yes, Lord. That's all, I, that's all I knew. I didn't know what he was going to do. I didn't know how he was going to do it. And that's how God calls us. He doesn't want perfection. He doesn't want us to know everything. He just is asking for a yes. And so I prayed and I said, okay, Lord, I say yes to you. Now what do you want me to do? And what he put on my heart was a message that I am going to share with all of you today. And the same call that came out to me is the same call that you might feel God laying on your heart or in your spirit today. That, hey, we have an issue, and I'm going to solve it, and I'm looking for some hands and some feet and somebody to be my voice here on the earth to end this and to cooperate and to participate and partner with me. That same call might go out to you. And human trafficking is not new. Slavery is not new. This is the same call that went out to Moses when God looked down and he said, I have seen the oppression of my people. And he called Moses and he said this to Moses in Exodus and then it is recounted in Acts, the call that went out. And God said, I've seen the oppression of my people and I've heard their groanings or their cries and I am coming to deliver them and I will send you and now Moses, he's thinking, I tend sheep. I, I don't have the skills for this. I don't have the talent for this. He was in the middle of an average day in the average life of Moses at the time when God showed up with the call. And Moses even, even argued with God. He even said, I don't have a talent for speaking. I don't have those kind of skills that you could use. How could you be choosing me? You must have the wrong person. Moses even said, hey, I'm a, I was a part of that culture. I was a part of that culture. I was one of them making those kind of decisions, being that kind of a person. How could you possibly send me? Do I have a testimony? Will I be believed? Moses said, how will they know that you have sent me when I really lived a life that was no different than them? And God said, you'll tell him, I am sent you that I sent you. Because it wasn't about Moses' skills. It wasn't about his speaking ability. It wasn't about the fact that he once lived in that culture, but now knew God, and now was different, and God wanted to use that to send him back to the very place he came from. And a lot of us might be like that, where the call comes on, and so we say, well, how can I, who can I, will they believe me? Do I even have the skill and talent? Well, the message that God's put on my heart back in 2015 to still deliver today is this. This is the picture God showed me, was a heart, a heartbeat. And he said, what was on my heart from, from him was, I want you to teach my people and help my people to become aware equipped and deployed for the protection of children and teens in our communities, aware of the issue, equipped to respond and deployed into action. 
And we're going to go through all three of those things today. And I have a question, like an actual question, not rhetorical. Who here knows? Because when I wrote this down, I said, wow, God, this, is, this acronym is sounding a little familiar. Who here knows what an AED is? As I'm writing this down, I'm like, Lord, an AED sounds familiar, and I'm a police officer. Is it medical? What is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that thing that you put on somebody's chest when their heart is beginning to fail, when their heartbeat's going too fast, too slow, it's out of sync, it's out of rhythm. When our heart is at risk of failing, the AED is that thing that we put on somebody's chest and it shocks our heart back into rhythm. And I knew that's what God was saying to us and to his church and to those that know him is, yes, human trafficking is horrifying. It's a big deal and it's happening right here. And it may be, this information may be shocking, but I'm hoping when you learn about it that it will shock your heart to get back in rhythm and back in sync with God's heart. And in co with connection to him and his love and what he sees, the oppression of his people, and what he hears, the cries and the groaning of those that might be trapped in this life, that in sync with his heart, then through us, his heart will extend to the world and to others and to help end this. And that's the message we're going to go through today. We are going to get aware of the issue. You're going to learn that you are equipped, just like Moses didn't think he was, but he was because it's the power of God working through Moses, not Moses' power, and deployed. You'll have three opportunities to actually take a step today. Even before you leave this classroom, there will be opportunity to pick one of three steps that you can take today. And let's jump into it. Aware. We need to be aware of the issue. The first thing God may do is educate us on what is happening out there. That's the way he gets our attention, right? So what is happening out there? We have sex trafficking happening, which is the fastest growing crime in the world today, and it is targeting people under the age of 18. So is that bad news for you or good news for you? It's kind of both. The bad news is this crime is targeting our young people. The good news is you're the solution. You're the voice. You're the hands and feet. You're the ones that are in school, in church, with other people your age, and with education and understanding that you are very much equipped with the love of God, the mercy of God, maybe wisdom over situations, but in connection with him, through you, the answers to your peers and to this generation are going to come. So what is sex trafficking? The general definition is this. Anyone that does anything to help facilitate the sale of another person for a commercial sex act. So you have three people. You have somebody selling human beings. You have somebody being sold and you have somebody buying. And human trafficking, we've looked at as a global issue for a long time, but it's also in the United States. Every state, no matter where you're from today, every state has the trafficking of minors or those people that are under the age of 18. Every state. And where you're sitting today in Minneapolis, they did a study and they found out that over 200 people under the age of 18 are sold over the internet every month. Our Washington County Prosecutor's Office did a study, and they found out that that number triples on the holidays, like St. Patrick's Day, or when there's a large, um, some large sporting event or a convention happening. 
that that number can triple. And who's affected by this? Traffickers can be men, but they can be women. They can be family members, peers, gangs, occult members. They can be boyfriends, girlfriends, or peers and friends. And those affected and that are being trafficked, this is another uh, myth that I deal with a lot, is that it's only girls that are trafficked and m older men that are traffickers. But it can, anybody can be a trafficker, and 36% of trafficked people under the age of 18 are boys, are males. So boys and girls are affected. Teen, young men, and young women are affected. And they range in age from infants to young adults. That's who is impacted by this. Do you think God cares about this? Do you think a real and present God cares about this? He cared about it when he called Moses. He cares about it today. And he is the answer that is coming. A lot of people have done a lot of good work. Can you imagine if all the organizations and all of us believers did work with the power of a living and present God? What kind of damage could we do, right? He is the answer and the end to this. And he wants to use you and he wants to use me united together in action. So are you equipped? Are you equipped? Was Moses equipped? Did he feel equipped? Here's what the Bible says. And this is how, what God, and then we'll get to a message God told me to put out to you, but... You are equipped, the Bible says, that when you were fearfully and wonderfully made, before your parents or the first person that ever saw you on this earth saw you or knew you, he knew you. And as a part of putting you together, not only were you put together physically, like your hair and your height and um, your eye color, not only were you put together physically, but gifts and talents and skills and abilities and a hope and a future was put inside of you. And the Bible says in Galatians that to each one a gift was given. But here's what's awesome. Not only was a gift given, the Bible says, and a measure of grace was given according to the gift that's in you. What does that mean? That means not only do you have gifts and talents uniquely put inside of you, but it means God has given you the grace or the power and the ability to use that gift successfully. When we say yes to him in relationship, it's ignited and illuminated to us. And then he can use those gifts through us successfully because he's not only given us the gift, but he has given us the grace to accomplish it and to do it well. So each and every one of us is equipped. So when we understand how human trafficking happens, you begin to see how God can use me and can use you and can use you to end this. The number one myth, the number one reason that people think happens to get into sex trafficking is the least likely way young adults, teenagers, and children end up in sex trafficking. So the number one thing we think happens is actually the least likely thing to happen. And what that is is kidnapping. 
People think that the number one way that young people are put into sex trafficking is that they are kidnapped off the street by strangers in a van and never seen again. They're taken, they're gone, they're missing forever. And if that's the case, what could we possibly do about that? It would just be up to law enforcement and investigators and people to try to find them, to try to find the missing, right? But that's not the case. That is the least likely way. What happens is relationship. Traffickers or predators are building relationships with young people and with children. And they build that relationship based off of our need. We all have needs, right? We all have survival needs. We need clothes. We need shelter. We need food, right? And we have needs like love and attention and affection. We have the need to know we matter and we're important. We have the need to belong. You know, it doesn't have to be to everything or everybody, but to belong somewhere, right? Those are the needs that all of us have. And when one of those needs is not met, that becomes the target for how traffickers and predators operate, and they build a relationship based off of that need. If you're in need, if a young person is in need of that mother or that father figure, that's how that, the trafficker builds a relationship off of that. They become whatever mother figure or father figure is needed. If you're isolated, alone, you don't have a lot of friends, you're left out of the group, you're not invited to the club, you eat lunch alone at school, a trafficker will become your best friend and build relationship off of that need. If young people are living in poverty and they don't have food and they have old clothes and their shoes are wore out, the trafficker will build relationship based off of money, based off of that need. So now we see that trafficking happens when there's a need, when there's a vulnerability in a young person. And those young people don't disappear. They may be trafficked for a weekend or for a week, and then they're back in school on Monday. They're back in church on Wednesday. They're back home. Maybe they were a runaway, but they come back and they don't tell because this relationship was built off of something very strong, a very strong need. And then the threats to not tell. So between this strong relationship and these threats and violence to not tell, they come back and they don't say anything. But yet they're in our school and they're in our church and they're in our neighborhood and they come back home. And they may disappear again and they come back and they don't tell. But they're home and they're back in school again. So if they're not gone, if they're not disappeared, and sex trafficking happens because of relationships based on need, what does that say about how God can use you and how God can use me? What if we filled those holes? What if we built those relationships? What if we sat with somebody at lunch? What if we grabbed our friend and say, that person never has anybody to sit with? Let's eat lunch with them today. Or they're never invited to the club or the after hangout, after youth group. Let's specifically invite that person to hang out tonight. What if we filled the gaps, filled the voids, built the relationships that we all have and that we all need? right? Suddenly we're ending, we're ripping targets off of each other's backs, right? We're equipping and encouraging and building each other up. We're empowering each other for life. 
If your vulnerability is the need to feel valued and like you have a hope and a future, does that sound familiar to anybody? Anybody know somebody that kind of says you have a hope and a future and extreme value that is cherished? Our real present God does. And the closer we are to him and the more we understand our value, then he says, now, please, will you? Communicate that value to those other people, to your friends and your siblings and your peers at school. Communicate value to them and that they also have a hope and a future. Here's what I can guarantee. Even when you don't know what your future is, you have one. You have one. And the decisions we make today affect that future. And God is looking for people that will know him, know their value, Know they have a hope in a future and communicate that to each other. Fill those gaps. Build those relationships. Don't let anyone have a hole in their life when you're sitting right there. And you could be the one that makes a difference. So are you equipped? Yes, you are. Exactly how you are. Inside of you are gifts, talents, skills, and the grace to be able to use those gifts successfully, connected with God. It's like that grace just illuminates and explodes, and suddenly you do things faster, better, with more wisdom, with more understanding, greater impact in connection with God. And what is he doing? What he's doing, and with Act United, the mission or the mandate that we have is to let you know that he is gathering us together to end human slavery to make a great and tremendous impact. He is putting together an army, and an army of young people. I, to me, talking to you guys here today is the best audience I could possibly talk to because you are the solution. While adults are in the room still learning and wondering, is this kind of stuff really happening among our kids, even in Christian schools? And the answer is yes, and you guys are out there. You're the answer. You're the solution. You're the voice to your peers. Sure, I can come in, and I can tell you truth, and I can speak life to you, but how powerful would it be on a Friday night after the football game? How powerful would it be to have you eat lunch with somebody at school? You're the difference makers. You're the solution. And God has put on my heart that this army is going to be led by youth. It is going to be driven by youth. He wants to use you. We are just partners on this mission. And he's putting together an army the same way he always has. And that is this way, just like he put together David's army. He didn't need everybody. He just needed the ones that would say yes. On your heart, there's a yes. And then the way he brought the army together was it said, the Bible says that he brought people from every different province to the army. That means it was a diverse people, some from the north, from the southeast, west, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different geography, a diversity of people he brought together. And then the Bible says not only were they a diverse people, but they were diverse in their gifts. First, the Bible says first he brought those that were skilled in the right hand and the left. They were good at two different things. Maybe you're really good at technology, like websites and codes and designs and things like that. And you're also kind of a good teacher. And so you know how to teach somebody that very skill that you have. 
And then the Bible says that he brought together those that were skilled with the bow and the arrow. And then those that were skilled at face-to-face -face combat. Maybe you got awesome verbal skills and you're a great communicator face-to-face -face with other people. And you'll lead the way that way. But a diversity of people with a diversity of skills, but ah, what did we all have in common? What does success and victory in Jesus, in God, have? Same mission. We need another t-shirt, bracelets, stuff. And at Act United, that's what we hope to do is unite each other in action. All different, different people, different skills, different talents, but united in one mission. And that is to say yes to a God that has put out a call to end human slavery around the world, even in our communities. Deployed. So now we're aware that there's an issue that not only affects the globe, but it affects our cities and our state, right? And it's affecting people as young as infants. And it's, trafficking is happening in families, in gangs, in occults, but it's also happening when people have need in their life and that person comes along and fills that need. And we've learned today, hopefully, that inside of you are very specific things, just like was in Moses, even though Moses didn't see it. All he had to do was say yes, and all of a sudden seas were parted, and all these amazing things happened because of the power of God, not because of the power of Moses, but it was the power of his yes. There's a power of yes inside of you, and then the power of God works through the power of your yes to make a difference. So here are the three things that you can do today, right now today. Number one. You can be a youth-aware ambassador. Youth-aware is our teen exploitation prevention program. We are in the public schools. We're in the private schools, middle schools, high schools. We're in churches, church youth groups. And this is kind of like a, a mini version of what we do. And we have a program for church and a program for schools. You can be the ambassador that says, we have an issue of human trafficking even right in our communities. And I learned something this past week that we can make a difference, that it isn't about kidnapped people. It's about relationships. It's about how we help each other. It's about being a voice of value to other people. And I want this information to get to my school and my church. You can become an ambassador for that. You can text number one, and we will get you the details and the information to be an ambassador. When you go back to your state, back to your youth group and church, and back to your schools or your homeschool co-op, you can bring a piece of information that could be life-saving to somebody else. And, and, and I'll just tell you that no matter what school we're in, no matter what age, Christian, public, private, it don't matter, co-ops, somebody has always... There's always been one person that has needed help in this situation. That's just our program. That's one of the schools that we're in. That's us at a church. Um, and then there, the thing about our program is we turn learners into leaders. If you're ready to rise up and to uh, you know, discover them talents and put them to some leadership, we have a leadership program in here. And, and they decided that they were going to connect with their local police department. They brought the canine officer to church. Uh, 
and we had a big event because we know that kids that are more connected in their community, they're more confident to protect themselves or also to get help if they need it, when they know more people in their community. So that was the project they took on. This is public high school in North Minneapolis down here. This is a homeschool co-op where we did program. This is a middle school. And um, their project up there turned out to be this. 10 students from a high school put together a leadership awareness project in our leadership program. They made contact with 500 other teenagers giving life-saving information. See how 10 people can turn into 500 people. And, and this was a suburban high school. They decided to rock the barn, and we rented a big barn and a farm, and we had youth bands play all night, invited the community. They had 120 people show up, and they all got to learn about trafficking, and they raised enough money to get us into a couple more schools and a church that year. So they, they led the whole entire thing and made a difference. What was their skill? Band, music, guitar. And this is um, some of our youth, and that's Alyssa. Uh, her leadership is she helps teach the younger students. But that's what that program does. It isn't just about information. It's about leadership opportunities. Text number two if you want to start a prayer group. We will get you connected to information and resources and some structure if you want to start a prayer group to end human trafficking. If you already have a prayer group and you would like to know how can we dedicate a piece of this to real time, real life, real information. Like over the last month, we had people praying for Seisha in Thailand and for these kids and for protection and travel and for these kids to be blessed. Or you can text number three to host an event. If you are the party planner kind of person, we love you. We love you anyway. We love you anyway. But if you like to plan the big deal and the party and you like to say, you're in charge of this and let's do food and let's have guitars or let's do this and that, you can host an event with your church, with your school, or just with your friends or your neighborhood. Host an event that'll spread awareness just like that benefit concert did. It'll spread awareness and raise funds to end human trafficking, to support those anti-trafficking organizations. We love you. We can only do what we do. We only went to Thailand. We needed $4,000 to send her to Thailand to do ministry in brothels where humans are being sold, to do rescue, to do restoration and healing arts. That's from people just like you that said, I'm not going to Thailand, but I'm going to support Thailand, or I'm going to volunteer in this way. You can text number three if that's you. That was our um, trip to Thailand. Write this number down. This is what you text. Plug it in your phone. Write it down. And because this is my last slide, this is where we wrap up. So get this number in. And remember to text number one with your first name and your email. And if you don't have email, we'll just text the information to you. Number one, if you want to be a youth aware ambassador, you want to help raise up a youth army in your area through our leadership program after getting information on sex trafficking or human trafficking happening. Text number two with your name and email if you want to start a prayer group. We'll get you connected to our Prayer Warriors newsletter. You can bring that to your prayer group. Have real-time specific stuff to be praying for. And God answers those prayers. And number three, Text number three, your name and your email, if you want to host an event. 
We've had youth do all kinds of crazy things and all kinds of fun things. We have ideas. We'll help you get it organized and put together. Uh, we can even be a speaker there or find you a speaker in your area, and you can have a great time doing something super important. This is the blessing that I want to leave us all with as you're getting your pens and your piece of paper. Your piece of paper is a description of the Youth Aware program with testimonials from other students and teachers that have had our program there. It's a piece of information for you to think about and to pray about and maybe pass along to your church or your school. And if you're interested, make sure you text us number one so we can get you the full packet and some more details on how that would work. And as this is getting passed out and we're about to release you, we are Act United. Our mission is to connect us together. This army of God, empowered by him, the power of our yes, for his power to work through us, unified in action. This is the blessing of unity in Psalm 133. How good and pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. It is the precious oil upon the head, running down the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down the edges of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon. That's a mountain. It's like the dew, the water, descending down that mountain, the mountain of Zion. For there, and while we're here, if we work together in, if we come together in unity, there he commands the blessing. Our hash, that's why our hashtag is united we win. United is where he commands the blessing. Together we are anointed, we are called, we are blessed to succeed. So please have a power of yes. If you feel this is on your heart, Text us one, two, or three, and we will get back to you after your uh, gathering time is over so you can absorb everything else you got going on this week, and then we'll connect with you after you get back home. And please follow us if you're on social media. Please be on social media very carefully, please. Please, please. But we are on Facebook, Instagram, and we have a YouTube channel with other training videos. So God bless you. God bless your week. God bless every session that you, you're in. I pray that your eyes are open to see what he's doing and your ears are open to hear his call. And I bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen.